When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. A lot of people sort of getting involved with the long-term deals. We need to move on because we've got to announce the teams, Frio yeah. and West Coast. Jack Darling, by the way, Hags, 250th AFL game this 250th, week. 250th, yeah. Hasn't he been in the headlines the last few weeks? Well... Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't done a media conference this week. Yeah. Right? He's, he's that sort of person. 250th well, game, 10th West Coast Eagles player to 250. Okay, we'll come back to that in a moment. But uh, Simon of Claremont says, I think long-term deal is good for the right player. What are the chances of the salary cap increasing over time, hence making a smaller percentage of the total player payments over time? How much has the salary cap increased over the last seven years? Added to that, let's talk about Angus Brayshaw. Because we're talking about Melbourne and a lot of their players on long-term deals. Mm. Angus Brayshaw is waiting to see what Melbourne offer him as well. Well, And they have to wait to see what they can offer Angus Brayshaw on the decision from Luke Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's part of it. And if there's this slightest hope, I don't think Angus Brayshaw is seriously on Fremantle's radar. But that's also because their priority is get Jackson. They're after Luke Jackson. So however much they're going to have to pour on to the likes of Luke Jackson, and, and, and we know it's, it's a $1.4, $1.5, $1.6 million a year for Luke Jackson for six or seven seasons. Mm. And I, I'm, with, uh, I'm with Simon there. You, you would pay it to him. This mm. kid's going to be a really good player. Could be Inj- anything. Injury forbidden. Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's, let's hope that he doesn't suffer anything and, uh, in time to come. But he would be worth it because I think he'd also be marketable. You get oh, no a Williton boy from East Fremantle back to lead your ruck in tandem with Sean Darcy. Well, they're going to stay in contention for the top four for several seasons in a row. That's, you'd pay that money. But how do they, pay, how do they come up with a deal? And, they, and I don't think they can have any, any significant, serious discussion with Angus Brayshaw until they know whether we're going to get Luke Jackson. Because they would, even though Monday shouldn't be there next year, and Lobb should be gone as part of any Jackson deal. And he's on 800000 a year. The likes of Griffin Loke, he's only up four hundred grand a year, but he's going to want to go somewhere else on more money. So the money would clear up to go for Luke Jackson, and then there's not much left, if anything, for Angus Brayshaw. So he then stays, I think, as part of uh, Melbourne's continued presence around the top part of the ladder. Okay, let's have a look at the uh, Richmond West Coast game and, of course, followed by Fremantle and Port Adelaide. We've got the uh, ins and the outs. But firstly, as we said, Jack Darling plays game 250 for the West Coast Eagles and that in its own right, it's an outstanding achievement. This is what the coach had to say. Yeah, look, he's been so reliable. Uh, when you think about how quickly he's got there, I, I can't remember how many games he's missed under under my coaching. It'd be, it'd be under 10. So... He's probably got another 50 to 100 more, you would have thought. So, um, yeah, and he's he obviously been very resilient um, on field and then off field. You know, sometimes he gets, uh, you know, he gets a bit of criticism and um, he doesn't let you down too often. And as Shep would know, he, um, he's a good teammate and uh, yeah, really proud of the fact he's achieved the 250 and um, he's done it so quick. 
Yep, of course, that was just featured on Hayes and Marta, of course, Brad Shepard, a special guest uh, before our program. 2015, he only played 15 games, Luke, uh, uh, Jack Darling. And I remember in March of 2015 writing a story that was uh, howled down by uh, Adam Simpson at the time, was, was very angry because we said that he would not play football until round 12 or 13 of that 2015 season. He had a serious uh, ankle injury and wasn't going to play until he's around about his birthday in June. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only time he's had less than, say, 20 games in a season. He might have had a 19. But since he was drafted, and we t- just touched on it there a moment ago, he was at that 2010 draft. So he, his debut was in 2011. He's hardly missed a game. He's about the third quickest to 250. It's only a matter of days behind the likes of McKenna and uh, Jakovic, Glenn Jakovic, who was the quickest mm-hmm. by about a few days before uh, Guy's birthday and now uh, Darling, uh, just short, you know, just 30 so and drafted in 2010 at pick number 26 because there were some reservations was. about him, wasn't there? there a was. lot of other clubs thought, oh, I you thought know, he was a bit of a bad boy. Well, more so got himself into trouble a couple of a times. A little bit more so. One at a school camp. At some, at allegedly. But, but of however, I got cornered at the 2009 draft when the news of that had gone around mm. by an Eastern States uh, consortium of, of sort of recruiters and coach, and they said, "What do you know about this kid, Darling?" I said, oh, look, you know, not much. You know, he's a good kid. He's going to be good, you know, in time to come. Big, hefty key forward. Yeah. We actually liked the idea that he had uh, two birds in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they were keen, but they didn't take him the next year when they could have. But uh, look, uh, only averages the 12 disposals a game. He's kicked 467 goals. That's third on the all-time list for West Coast behind Josh Kennedy, who's only two short of his 700 now. Yeah, and I see his name to play against Richmond. I thought he might not travel this weekend and be fresh for the following week. And he averages 1.8 goals a game, does Jack Darling. It, it is a, an astounding and an and exceptionally impressive performance, his durability especially. Uh, and But I stay I stay as a query on him because I still get think he gets lauded for a bit more than he should. Okay, so on the interchange, in, by the way, is True, Nat Nui, Petrovsky, Seaton, Edwards and Cully. Extended uh, list because... They're playing on uh, Sunday, the West Coast. Lisa, we'll come to you in a moment, but this is what Adam Simpson had to say about uh, True and, in particular, Jai Cully, who played in the uh, Waffle Eagles last week. Oh, not at this stage. He'll, he'll come over as a traveller just to get the experience. We, we like to um, give opportunities to those uh, younger players just to get the, the travel and the the buffet that used to get all of us back in the day, hey? <laughs> got me all the time. <laughs> some, some more than others. Um, I'm still trying to work out why they've got uh, apple crumble for dessert for AFL players. But that's, that's another story. Um, so, yeah, we get, get used to the travel with the team and, um, you know, and he might be um, a good right-hand man for Truy as well. So that, that'll be uh, part of the experience and the growth. So Jai Cully will go there as a travel experience and, of course, True looks like starting. Hates. Yeah, no, and, and named in the team, named on the half-forward flank. Uh, I did hear today that he was going to play um, and it is part of that sort of balance that Simpson's talked about often to balance uh, bringing back, you know, guns and big names and, and, and big performers for the club over the, over the last decade or so and particularly under Adam Simpson because he's shown a lot of faith in people like to swing that Newey back in or to swing a Shuey straight back in, Yo straight back in, all those sorts of moves. He shows a lot of faith in those boys. But uh, to just balance it, to throw in a kid, I'm not so sure that True's form with the Waffle team has been all that wonderful 
But he is he's a top end draft pick and you've got to get them in there as quickly as you can and blood them and play hopefully play a handful of games before the mm. end of the season along with one or two others. Just looking at that interchange uh, from a bunch of eight, Peter. I still th- I think Rotham would still play. Petrocelli would still play. Although I think he's in horrid form. Uh, Hoff, and then one other, probably West so, or Petrovsky, Seaton. No Witherton, no Gull- Cully, and I think uh, Adam Simpson's actually effectively said that there. He's only yeah. going for the experience. And Nor Edwards, although he had an outstanding, amazing games in, in the waffle last week, but he doesn't do it consistently enough. They might need another tall player in defence, though, to play because of the likes of Lynch, Rewalt and Soldo. And, uh, well, yeah, see, Richmond tend to camp Soldo down the front and even Nancurvis at times camps down the front end when he's not on the ball rucking. Uh, so they might need another one. But I think the likes of Yo and Hearn will probably have – and Bazo, he'll have a pretty important job. You'd probably play Bazo on, on Rewalt. Yeah, I, I think it's a match yeah. I thought he was good last week. Hello, Lise. Thanks for being patient. That's okay, Peter. Hi, hi, hi Lisa. Hi, I didn't realise you were there. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right, Kim. I just stay silent in the background and listen to you guys. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, just just uh, on um, Nick um, Curios and um, a bit on the Eagles. Um, Curios is so frustrating. He's he's just got such amazing talent, that guy. And I just don't understand why he just can't come out, play a game of tennis instead of worrying about what the crowd's saying. You know, having to go at the linesman and the umpires, and then, and then. The other night, I couldn't believe when he turned around when he and spat at the people. Like this is just this is just going too far, I think. You know, and something really needs to be done about him because giving him a fine is not doing anything. Um, I, I don't know, guys. I, I, just, I just got no answers of, of what they need to do. Whether they need to tell him to just buzz off, you know, for a couple of years or whatever, and, and until he decides to pull his head in or grow up. Or something because yeah. because it can't continue. It, well, it's just, he's he's, it, it, he's, he's getting a bit uh, worse actually. And in fact, I read an article in the Australian this morning. Pardon me, I couldn't remember who wrote it, but it was it was a fair article saying that maybe the All England Tennis Club just say, mate, this it's oh, unacceptable. It's, it's, Get on a plane it, and go home. It's time that someone did that. Full stop. Yeah. I mean, he's a disgrace. I, I've I've. You don't act like that. And also grown, going, to a, going to a press conference and having your lunch. Did you oh, see and, that? And the cat pulled down. Look, he, he he's a disgrace. It is derelict of tennis officials to allow him to play on official circuit uh, mm. uh, events. They, they lack the guts to get rid of him. If he wants to carry on like that, well, go and carry on like that in a private arrangement where people have paid money to come and see you carry on like that. He's a disgrace, and especially at Wimbledon, as you say, Peter. But I, I'm, I'm tired of ever being brought into discussions on Nick Carreras yeah. because he's such a disgrace. He, he is changed. disgrace. He's pathetic. And now I think it's almost deliberate because that's, that's all that he can offer. I, I'm not, not entirely sure I agree with you, Lisa. I think there's some raw talent, but he hasn't got the guts to get himself fit and healthy to last five, five matches, four or five days in a row to get into – he'd never get into the second week. Mm. Of, of a big tournament because well, he, he lacks the guts to get fit and healthy. He's playing a Serbian fella tonight, so we'll see how he goes. And quickly, Lisa, you want to have a chat about the Eagles, do you? Yeah, um, Haggis, you were saying about um, Jackson and and you spoke about Baker. Yep. Can the Eagles pick pick up the both of them if they can? If they can, they they again, it'd have to come down to deals. I, I think the priority is Jackson. Uh, I think the Baker one uh, has clearly leaked out because it's a bit of a backup, and also they should have enough players in their list already that they were developing for the Le- the Liam Baker type of role. But his versatility is uh, is certainly appealing. Uh, I think he's a lesser chance. Their priorities is to try and get Luke Jackson. If they can't, then they'll get someone like a Liam Baker. Both, 
I doubt they'd get both. Okay. Good on you, Lee. Thanks for uh, giving us a call. We're going to go to a break. And as we go to the break, this is what Damien Hardwick said about uh, the news and, of course, all the conjecture regarding Liam Baker, who has been talked about as possibly even a target for one of our sides. So you're listening to Drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdorn. Here's Damien Hardwick as we go to the break. Oh, look, I'm confident. You know, he's such an important player, both on and off the field. He's a, he's a, he's a superstar. He's a guy that... You know, we, we bought across as a rookie, been overlooked in a couple of drafts, but just has been a, an outstanding player both on and off the field for, for what we do. He's one of those guys, and there's not many of them, that as soon as you see Liam, you start smiling. He's just one of those people that makes you feel great about life. So, you know, Blair Hartley will work his way through that, but we love him. Our fans love him. Oh, he knows. You know, Blair, you know, this sort of player is an important player to us. No question. Pay the man, Blair. <laughs> 